0: DJ Nation family, what is up? What is happening? Man, we are back from hiatus. It feels like an eternity, but we are here. It's your host, Ryan Alexander underscore W, and I'm joined by my usual co-host and my buddy in this whole thing, (laughs) Mr. Kevin Steele at Fantasy Rad 13. And Kevin, we got the Super Bowl slate, showdown slate to talk about it's your Kansas City Chiefs and yeah I'll say it it's it's your Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers it's it's one it's a one two punch here you got the best offense going against the best defense and we are here to break down the NFL showdown slate for the Super Bowl not something that we usually cover showdown on the show but because it's the Chiefs because it's the last show of the year we had to do it Kev how are you feeling right now what's going through your mind Are you even putting some money down on these boys? Are you going to be watching in the comfort of your own home? Like what's going on and and talk to the people
1: no for sure it's it's crazy uh, we were talking about the, you know before the show but hell I remember a couple of years ago we did a uh, uh, re, it was a redraft it was a TFA podcast and I remember after the Chiefs got knocked out by the Steelers that you guys played uh, what was it we played the end of the road by boys to men and everything else we did yep. it, it was it was tough times with uh, Kansas City <laughs> uh, but you know a couple of years Pat Mahomes later uh, here we are and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl so I never thought in my entire life I would ever see Chiefs fans have had a, a tough road pretty much everything every kind of statistic of uh, we have never seen this uh, has always been by the Chiefs uh, we've we have uh, gotten our heart ripped out every single year that we were in the playoffs prior to this even last year whenever they lost on an offsides call thanks D Ford <laughs> to the Patriots so no it's it the, the city is uh, rocking and I think everybody's just waiting for for this game most people in this city have never seen the Chiefs in the Super Bowl yet to go back to 1970 the last time they were in the Super Bowl so um, I'm really looking forward to this slate and I'm definitely going to play some. I think for me, I'm waiting one for DraftKings to drop uh the so they have the $3 right now, but it's like 400,000 person tournament. Don't yeah. even waste your money. Drop if you want to drop three or four lines is not fine, but do not like the the, the the top the top you know first place if you were to hit it, it, it you're gonna end up chopping that up with like thirty you know it, it's gonna be like a 300. it could be a thousand people it's just it's way too big of a tournament it's almost guaranteed by Sunday the the DraftKings will open up another three dollar and it'll be much it'll be smaller but it'll be much more advantageous for people to join most people won't join that one and that's the one that I'm waiting for and that's the one that I would put my money into. Or and I, I would go and seek out because they pretty much have all the same the same games that they've had um, all year this week mm-hmm. just for the showdown in terms of uh, contests and everything else. So like I maxed entered the five dollar the three entry max like any three entry max single entries that you can find jump into those you have a much better shot of actually making some decent money off that. Or if you're gonna play one that's a little bit more higher stakes or bigger as we've talked about in the past with showdown is to run club. This is a perfect opportunity to run cluster. If you're going to max enter a 20, you know, a 20 entry Mac, then, you know, setting up where you're running five of the same lineup clusters. That way you're at least if, if you know, if you have a decent lineup that hits, even if you one that take it down, uh, you're going to win a lot more money versus just, you know, entering, you know, a bunch of bullets into something like that. I think that's another way to go with this because there's only so many ways you can go with a showdown. For sure. And if you're out here running a, you know, jumping in these 400,000 person tournaments, you're going to be looking to split
0: with a lot of. For sure. Yeah, you, you hit it right on the head, Kevin. You can even see here, for those of you guys watching uh, the video here for the Gen Nation, we uh, usually build our own, uh, for those of you guys who are new, we usually build our own uh, tournament line that we enter in uh, for everybody to kind of, if you want to enter it in, that's great. If you just want to use that to help yourself build your own line, that's fine. But we usually do the Millie. And I talked with Kev pre-show and was like, hey, let's do one of the lower stakes uh, tournament lines because that's what we uh, are both wanting to do for the Super Bowl slate because of that reason because of there's only one game uh, most people are going to be building somewhat similar lines and when you're talking about 150 entries in, like you're just going to be the chances of you splitting that first place are are higher whereas if you're getting into three max or a single entry especially like you know the seven. Even if you want to, if you want to max the the three dollar, uh, you know, like i kept saying, the four. I think it's almost five hundred thousand entries. Like there's a seventy five dollar three max, and I think your money would be much better spent there. Even though first place, I believe, is. Maybe 2K. It might be five. I think I think it is 2K. But you're only going against 300 people, so you know your chances. If you think you have even like one off the wall play that you feel confident is going to hit, like just try your luck there, and your payout return is going to be a little bit better because you're you're just going against less people if that hits. So you know um, for for the people who played Sammy Watkins like KC uh, last week or not last week, but against the last game against Tennessee, you know, if you have that type of play or something like that, like, please just play the single entry and try your luck because it's hard for people. It really comes down to, it's hard for people to assess what they're going to play in a single line, what they're going to do in a single entry tournament, because they are, they're going to want to jam in Kelsey and Kittle. They're going to want to play Pat Mahomes captain. They're going to want to, they're going to look at all these different scenarios to how they want to how they want to attack. So, Uh, Single entries key. So that's what we have here. We have the five dollar NFL showdown, hundred k nickel, three entry max. The Super Bowl. There's so many different ways we can go, Kev. I'm excited to pick your brain on this because, for one, just because we haven't talked about a slate in a while, too, we haven't talked about showdown all that much together this year as well. So when we're when we're talking about showdown, just from an overall slate, I know there's a lot of rules, quote unquote, and perspectives that people have. So, like for example. Uh, I'm just going to start off like I like Emmanuel Sanders at captain. He is extremely cheap. He is one of three options outside of Kittle. That is a, a pass catcher for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um he allows you to get kind of the big names into your lineup. So like, I I really want to play Pat Mahomes. I really want to play Travis Kelsey. Um, I consider playing Raheem Mostert. So you're going to need some salary relief somewhere. And now when you're playing like a Pat Mahomes at captain, um, It it, it just it just limits the rest. Like you really need one. You need Pat Mahomes probably to run one in, if not two, um, because if he's throwing to the pass catchers with that one and a half bonus, uh, it becomes that much more um, important for you to have the person that he's throwing to because Kittle is getting or not Kittle, Kelsey and Tyree Kill and Hardman and Watkins, they're all going to get a point for every catch. Plus, they're going to get the six points for the touchdown, plus they're going to get a bonus if they had 100 yards and so on and so forth. So their points end up being more important at the captain's spot. But if Pat Mahomes does run a couple in, that they, those are just, you know, lineup constructions that we have to discuss and talk about. So, so yeah, Kev, I, I, when I was originally doing my builds, uh, I found myself, you know, trying to figure out what ways that I can diversify my lineups that make sense and then go from there. And so by playing Emmanuel Sanders, this is a guy who's played in the Super Bowl before. Um, They brought him in for a reason. I think that his ownership will be lower because of the usage, or I I want to say usage, but maybe the the target share that Kendrick Borg has been getting. He's cheaper, so I think people will try and get exposure to him. Uh, And, you know, just from a game theory standpoint, I feel like KC has the opportunity to get up to you know a decent lead here or control the game with their offense if they can get some scores and if san francisco finds their way in a a need to uh play from play from behind then he could see an uptick in in targets whereas the past couple games the san francisco has been able to run over whomever they've come in. You know, come in contact with and just had their way that way. Uh, with playing Sanders that captain, you're gonna want to play Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's usually what you want to do. Play your pair your pass catcher, uh, with the quarterback. So I have to have Jimmy Garoppolo on that team. And then with playing uh, Sanders, Kelsey, Mahomes, and Garoppolo, that gives me 6,000 per position. So maybe you know, maybe I play a Samuel, uh, and Uh, I can, you know, go defense, I guess, if I if I was feeling that way, or I can, you know, even pay up for Mostert at nine K. And then I'm left with twenty six hundred. And that's what we were talking about. Pre-show Kev It's like I can play DeMarcus Robinson or Hardman with a Mahomes team. And I think Mahomes can score twice. So I kind of get that exposure there uh, and it's not going to necessarily kill me all that much. So I'm curious to see where your head's at, Kev, what you're thinking so far. Uh, from an overall standpoint and then we can get into these particular plays and kind of what makes sense
1: yeah so for so for me I think I think you have to one um, I'm not really breaking any new grounds but for people that are playing the showdown and haven't um, done a lot of showdown and kind of are, are kind of new into this because uh, the Super Bowl is going to attract a lot of people you know they want something you know, especially if you're not a Chiefs or 49ers fan, you kind of want something to do, and it makes the game even more exciting to have a little bit of money on it. So, you know, running some showdown lines, I think you're going to get a lot of people that haven't played, and I think there's going to be some edge for that. But,. So, so one like your lineup needs to tell a story, right? Like one hundred percent more so than any other any other sort of of type of game that you play. Like you know your normal slate is this is so much more different because we have the one game to go off of, and so your lineup had better tell a story. Um, so for me, like. Like we saw I sort of talked about this pre-show. Like if I if I'm playing Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill is one hundred percent in the captain spot. It, 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 I'm not playing him outside of the captain. Because he is such a dynamic game breaker that in whenever he whenever he pops, it almost always is in is in favor of Travis Kelsey having a poor game. And then vice versa. When Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey has a really good game, Tyree Kill usually is the one that, that suffers from it. Um so with, with with Tyreek Hill being 165 um and in the captain I, I just can't that's the only way I can see myself playing Tyreek, you know, he's 11k when he's not. So right now for me like if I'm playing Tyreek Hill, he is 100% in the captain spot. Now you can play Tyreek in the captain and not play Pat Mahomes. You can do that because because Tyreek Hill is so efficient and he can haul in, you know, 60 70 yard touchdowns uh, with ease. Then that that's that that can in turn limit Pat Mahomes' upside because they're scoring so quickly so you're not getting a bunch of other opportunities. So, while yes, he could get you some touchdowns like I like th- there's definitely a scenario where you can play Tyreek without Mahomes right now like that's what i'm looking at like if i'm playing tyreek he's he's 100 in the captain spot now if i'm not then i think you can get a little bit more different on the chief side in in terms of the captains like i think you can play kelsey in the captain spot for sure or you know i think sammy watkins is still in play um i do like um one with freeing up a lot of money would be playing like a like a mccall hardman uh he busts off you know at 20 what is he 22 i think um, i know mm-hmm. Robinson's is at 26 but um you know on the captain he's 3300 at captain so you play him there and it kind of opens up the entire thing and allows you to kind of do whatever you want a little bit here and I think that's another interesting build as well now on the San Francisco side um, again if you want to play like I said Tyreek and the captain like then I think here is when you you kind of load up on the 49er side that tells you that you know hey this is going to be a high scoring game we know that this this, the line total has moved and continually moved up and so for me, like, I'll probably have very little, if any, monster. He's just too expensive for me. I don't really want to – if I'm going to play a sure. running back from this game, it's going to be Damian Williams. Just because of his uh, usage in the passing game, he has kind of taken over this. But, like, I don't love Damian Williams either. I just know that I could see him being used some wheel routes, especially early on in this game. We know how good San Francisco's defensive line is, and they're going to try to get pressure. And I think one way they do that is by – uh, or leaving some of that pressure is by utilizing Williams, especially on those wheel routes that Andy Reed loves to do with him. So I think he's in play, but I just wouldn't be over the field on him right now. Like I, I'm pretty much finding myself running a lot of Kelsey and Watkins in the captain spot with, with some, um, with a little bit of, like I said, McCall Hardman. And then, Kind of running it back with either a kittle. I do really like the the call with with Emmanuel Sanders. He's been somebody that's been kind of the forgotten man. This playoffs, he hasn't really had a big game, but they really haven't needed him to. When J- when Jimmy Garoppolo's out right. here throwing the ball twenty times a game, but it, you know at, at his price, like it, it's hard not to really love that. I also like Kendrick Bourne as a, as another salary saver at thirty four hundred. Past that, like I'm not playing. <coughs> excuse me, any defenses in this game. I'm just not going to do it. I don't think that either one of them are necessary. Uh, I think this game is going to be so high scoring that I don't think that either one of them really come into play. They're definitely going to carry ownership between the two 49ers and Chiefs. I think you probably end up seeing somewhere in the probably 20% combined ownership. And I think that's way too high for this. Um, The only other one that like, like super down here, if you want to get like super, super weird, would probably be you could probably talk yourself into maybe like a, a you know Kyle Youzcheck who they, they use as a fullback, but the other one like I don't know why, but I just have this weird feeling about Lashawn McCoy that they may use him a little bit more than people think, and so just having a little bit I wouldn't go crazy maybe five percent Lashawn McCoy, uh, but like just having a little bit of Lashawn McCoy here I think could be uh, could be interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind
0: that at all, if uh, you know Kyle Youzcheck. Juszczyk is one of those guys that I was looking at. If I needed salary relief, um, I actually was considering putting a bet on him. I said, anytime touchdown score, I forget what his prop was uh, that I saw on Bovada, but, you know, I feel like they get into the goal line. Tuvin Coleman's banged up um, whether he plays or not. Like I, I, I just can see them doing something like that. Um, it college use check, I, I just remember, like, at least one Monday Night Football game with the San Francisco 49ers, like, they were utilizing this dude even when it was, you know, Frida and Coleman and Moser, like, all getting work. Like, Yusek was still getting goal line touches and and all over the place. So uh, he he definitely intrigues me at his price point. You know, you're probably at max. At max, you can hope to get out of him is 10 I, you're probably looking at somewhere between like seven and nine uh, with the touchdown score, but it could be enough could be enough if you, you know, have the high profile pieces on your lineup hit uh, where they are. Uh, yeah, Kev, I, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, I think he he's definitely forgotten. Like he's 5,200. He's. On DraftKings, he's uh, a thousand more than Harrison Butker, 1,200 more than Robbie Gold. Like, this dude's cheaper than CJ Beathard. It just, his price just doesn't make sense to me for the dynamic player that he is in this game. That, regardless of maybe what you project game script to be, like, if this is high scoring, he's going to have opportunities. So, if you even think that this is hitting what the over uh what the line is telling you, then I think having some shares of him, maybe not even at captain, but just in general, I think make a ton of sense because the salary on him is ridiculous. And this was a guy earlier on in the season where we'd probably be getting him in that 8K range that Debo Samuels and right now uh, talk, talk to me a little bit about Sammy Watkins Kev I, I think you you follow the Chiefs a little bit more closely than I do and and just for those of us who you know have played Sammy Watkins through the playoffs just because on those slates he was a cheaper he was a cheap option to Pat Mahomes and gave you some salary relief it, it, is it possible for him to was that just a fluke or is it possible for him to to pay off this price tag? Just knowing, however many other explosive options there are, like you're playing, you know, choosing to pay seven thousand for Sammy Watkins, who's getting he's out there on the field, but you have to then choose over a a seven six Debo Samuel and eight K Jimmy Garoppolo. Hell, even Tevin Coleman, if he is healthy, he's six four. Um, and, and definitely we'll probably see goal line work if he is out there healthy. So where, where outside of captain exposure, how, how much do you think you have with him and, and why is he such a strong play for you to, to play this week?
1: I mean, I think right now you, you're looking when looking at uh, Sammy Watkins. I think that he's more of the guy that they use kind of on the on the underneath routes. And some of what happened last week, was, or excuse me, two weeks ago in t- Tennessee, was a little bit of a fluke. He had the 60 yard touchdown that kind of really, uh, right, um, that really boosted him up. Because you know, you take that away, he ended up with you know about 50 yards on six receptions, right? Um, mm-hmm. so but what he what he was. Bring, but what what he brings is is, is a, they typically somebody they kind of look for underneath and uh, he's he's not really a big red zone guy he's not somebody that's going to see a ton tons of targets inside the red zone so like he needed that big long touchdown and out. Now at seven k, it's a little bit more. It's a, uh, you know that that how expensive he is. Like he's not as cheap as he was. Where you know you know against Tennessee he was sixty six hundred, and then against Houston he was fifty two hundred. So it was much easier to utilize utilize him in, in that role. So I will. I definitely will have some Sammy Watkins, but I probably won't have a, a, as much as I. I I think for me right now, most things that I, I'm kind of leaning towards. It's probably a Kelsey or a Hardman in, in, in the, you know, as a captain, and then the rest of it kind of playing, whether you go Mahomes, and then, like I said, you know, I also think people are sleeping a little bit on Demarcus Robinson, where McCall Hardman seems to be the guy that yeah. everybody is super high on right now. Um, and he does, you know, Hardman does have, uh, offer that that game-breaking speed, you know, somebody that can bring in, you know, a long touchdown, but so is Demarcus Robinson. Like, people forget how explosive he can be as well, and somebody that, that can house-call at any moment, where I think there's going to be a pretty, at least 5 to 10% ownership uh and in terms of ownership gap between the two of them. And I think that's a little silly because I think both of them both, uh, possess that, the ability to at least get you 10 plus, And that's kind of what you're looking for here. So I like Demarcus Robinson too at 2,600. So, you know, you're going to have to get a little bit weird to take this thing down. And I think going with like a Demarcus Robinson over a, uh, a McColl Hardman, there's not much of a price difference there. And, and going with something like that, you know, on the San Francisco side of it for me, like I said, like I'm kind of prioritizing them. Uh, you know, Kittle, uh, Debo, most certainly. Again, he is very explosive and somebody that can house call one at any time. But I think Kittle, Samuel, and then you know I think are the two that are going to obviously carry by far the most ownership. I'm really going to probably be fading Raheem Mostert. and then from there, you know, I really like the Manuel Sanders call. You know, trying to fit him in, and then like I said, Kendrick Bourne is another guy uh, who's also very cheap. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to make about his target share here. Uh, you know, last week, right. you know, in the in the NFC Championship game, he only had one target, but it's so hard to go off of because of they haven't had to throw the ball, but I mean, I think he's somebody that you can probably feel relatively comfortable in the fact that I think he's going to have to throw. Uh, he's probably going to see three to five targets um, if this game shoots out like everybody expects, and so. I like Kendrick Bourne as a, as as another you know cheap option here.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't mind that at all either. There were two things, Kev, that I wanted to touch on. Um, you had talked about McCall Hardman at at Captain, uh, which I think could make some sense to get some of the high high price pieces in there. But you know, you, pairing him with Chiefs D kind of seems reasonable. Um, I know you said you didn't want much to do with these defenses, but McCall Hardman at Captain, you kind of have to pair him with defense, right? Just on the off chance he takes one to the house, uh, sure. I, mean, I mean, that
1: that is, that is certainly, I, I you know, um, I think that's something you could do. Uh, he does that. I mean, then the Chiefs obviously become uh, are one hundred percent in play. But like, I, I don't think you're playing Hardman with a thought that that's the, that's what you're looking for. Like, I think you're, you're 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 playing him with the with that thought process of you know he gets a forty yard touchdown. Um, right. They're definitely going to uh, be utilizing him. Uh. Him and and Demarcus Robinson kind of split uh, routes and split and split opportunities now, and that's kind of where it's become where a guy like Sammy Watkins, you know, is locked into the field. But between the two of them, I just think nobody's paying enough attention to Demarcus Robinson, and I think that's a mistake because also Pat really does look for Demarcus Robinson in, in, inside the. Uh, inside the red zone, somebody that, that can find himself, you know, getting hauling in a red zone target as well for DeMarcus Robinson. I mean, he had that brutal, brutal game against the Texans. Last week bounced back a little bit more. It wasn't a, a huge game, but, you know, you're not look when you're paying down at this price, you're not looking for, um, you know, you're not looking for, and your, your typical. You know DFS week. You know you're you're looking for that twenty to twenty five upside from these guys. You're not looking that from these dudes. Like you're if you get ten, even eight eight to ten range from Demarcus Robinson, you're you're happy. Anything over that is is gravy. It's going to be about trying to find um, basically telling your story with your lineup of how you think things are going to go. If you're heavy on on San Francisco, you think San Francisco is going to win. Running a four v two and also really looking at it from the perspective of you know again if you're telling yourself a story. On how this is going to go, and uh, you feel like the Chiefs are going to get up early, you know, then, ha- then really running a reverse there of, of you know, running four uh, 49ers, Jimmy G, you know, Kittle, Debo. You know, and then, you know, a uh, Kendrick Bourne and then running it back, you know, on the Kansas City side with a Damian Williams and Tyreek right. in the flex or something like that would be uh, one way that I would look. I would look to utilize that because that's, you know, I think that that's a pretty solid build there for for a team that, you know, I haven't ran. I don't know if, you know, if it would fit in salary wise, but of, of, of a way to tell your story of how you think things are going to go. And that is what, uh matters more than anything in terms of playing the showdown.
0: For sure. For sure. I I do like. Yeah, it's just it's just going to be tough, Kev, because, uh, you know, I think what I'm battling with is that. I just don't see how San Fran can hold up in a shootout like I just I just don't see if it is going to be San Francisco scoring a lot of points. I think that they, you know, get up to a big lead or somehow and you know regardless of how that may be maybe it's 14-7 21-7 at half or what have you and then KC can kind of you know put the put the uh foot on the gas and really you know start scoring and and then carry the total in that regard like I I don't think San Fran wants any part of a shootout to try and win this game. So it, it, in that case um you know it, it's kind of that's kind of what I'm dealing with is like, you know, do I want Jimmy G and two pass catchers? Do I want Jimmy G without Kittle um, and one of his pass catchers? Do I want to get Moser exposure and is most exposure going to be enough in the flex outside of captain to pay off his price tag? Because I, I hear you, Kevin, like you, I don't, I don't I don't necessarily want to fade him, but the price tag on him especially not expecting a shootout. Like it does make it hard for me to try and justify getting him outside of situations where I think that he's going to be outside of captain for my teams, um, you know, cause they're just so damn hard to predict and they get into the goal line and there's so many r- routes that they can go um, that I really want to try and, and get at, at, at least three chiefs in my lineups. Like I, th- I think that's foregone conclusion. I don't think I'll have any lineup that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes in it. I just, I, I just can't do it. Um, we talk about not going 100% in on a player because things can happen, and you know we could have a situation where it was like last year where we didn't see much scoring, if at all. But I just don't see a way that this guy doesn't get give a usable score in some way, shape, or form. So it, it, it scares me to, to fade him. So I got to already put him on my team. And once you have Mahomes, you kind of, you know, you kind of want to bounce it out to where you don't want to jam in guys like Moser and uh, Moser, Kittle, Kelsey, like three of them, you probably can only take two. But, you know, outside of that, like, you know, I think in, in showdowns when we're building multiple lines, I usually try and have some exposure to kickers. Um, I I think I'd probably be more willing to play Robbie Gold than Bucker, as weird as that sounds, just because I'll have most of my exposure on Pat Mahomes. So I'm going to be rooting for touchdowns. I don't really, you know, want to have Mahomes and Bucker on the same team. So getting some Robbie Gold exposure, I could see myself doing, but Kendrick Bourne is right there. Um, hell even Matt brida's right there like I could see Shanahan going into the playbook to get some of these guys involved so it, it's going to be weird to you know I think I think where you can differentiate yourself in lines is taking these KC guys who are gonna you know who we feel like are gonna pop like a Tariq Hill, Watkins, Mahomes, and then getting one solid guy from San Fran, maybe not even taking Jimmy G and uh, getting like one of these off offshoot guys in hopes that they score uh, a touchdown and kind of help you out that way. Um, who else did I want to touch on here, Kev, as we're looking at these lines? Um, you know, when you're when we're talking about uh Debo Samuel he's he's really come on strong here the rookie uh for Jimmy G and even with them not having to pass much at all I mean the most targets he's seen uh hasn't seen double digit targets week 11 uh saw eight in week 14 against New Orleans that was a high scoring game uh if my god I mean it went for 54 points or I'm sorry not 54 94 points and uh He's totally at a line of five and six, 76, which is crazy. Uh, and then like six, five, five, six, three uh, is what his targets are. But he seems to be just so much a part of this offense. He's so dynamic of a player. Uh, I definitely want to have, I, I think, you know, a good 30 to 35% exposure on this guy because of, because of what he offers on the table. Is there anybody who you feel confident in having like, outside of the quarterbacks close to 50% or more exposure on.
1: So for me, it would be Kelsey on, on the chief side, which, and then all the, <laughs> You know, on the uh, on the forty ers side, I, I really find myself getting the most uh, of of Kittle and, and Debo. Um, yeah, you know, the other thing with Debo Samuel that he kind of uh, provides is he also had the, you know they utilize him as a you know as as a ball carrier as well. I mean, he's had a carry in every single game going all the way back to week twelve. I mean, uh, he's had at least one, one, one attempt, and you know he, he's been pretty explosive at doing it. So that's another way that you know he can um, kind of provide a little bit more upside as well um even though they're not getting the ball as much so um but like i said like i I think that i think emmanuel sanders is a very solid pivot off off of him and i just i don't think he's going to carry the ownership because i think everybody's going to want to pay up for these these top of the line guys and i don't think people are going to have the money to to be able to get back up to emmanuel sanders because it was really Once you get past Hardman and and Demarcus Robinson and the Kendrick Bournes, like, it's pretty thin, right? Like, Lashawn McCoy, there's a possibility he sees five to ten touches in this game. There's also the possibility he sees zero. And... You know, same with, with, with Juszczyk or Jeff Wilson or, you know, guys like this that, you know, or, you know, uh, Ross Dwelly gets some random, you know, uh, opportunity or, you know, it's just being the Super Bowl. Like, these teams, these guys are going to roll out all different kinds of things. Like, people are going to tilt their face off if Anthony Sherman catches a 20-yard touchdown, um, you know, as a fullback and where, you know, he gets, you know – um, but most of those are, are very low outcome opportunities. And so, like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of very similar builds. And I think people are just going to overlook Emmanuel Sanders. And I don't think he's going to carry the ownership that he probably should. And I think he's, he's, he could be the, very well the key to this slate. And somebody, you know, even if it, running him as captain, like on the San Francisco side, I think is a super interesting. And. Because, like I said, when you, when you're building, you you're, you kind of just don't have the opportunity to get to them because everybody's going to want to play Tyreek or or Kelsey, and right. you know, and then the Kittle. So I just don't think people are going to be able to get in it, uh, get to them. And I say so I think he's he's a very interesting pivot off of a Debo Samuel or George Kittle.
0: I, yeah, I, I hear you, Kev. I'm I'm just looking to see um, scenarios here and make sure we we touch on everything before we get into building this team. Um, is there any I know you don't want to play Moser. You want to fade him. Would it be possible? Could you see yourself building some lines where you have uh, McCoy and Williams on the team? Do you think that would pay off at all? Um, are there any other, like, you know, where you find yourself, I guess, doubling up on the positions, whereas, like, receivers, usually the position that all people will do that from. But, like, Kel- Kelsey and Kittle on the same team uh, Williams and uh, Williams and McCoy on the same team, Mostert and a Coleman or a Drew on the same team. Like, can the points come from the ground that way? You think in in bunches enough to where it'll make sense?
1: Not on the Kansas City side, I'd be very shocked. I mean, that would tell me that, that the Chiefs got up very quickly and early on the 49ers and they were you know playing more ball control. Um, uh, you know, but again, you know when you're only you're not really looking for a ton. So, if LaShawn McCoy, you know, you know, caught a thirty yard touchdown or you know a thirty yard wheel route and, and brings it into the end zone, then you know he's definitely going to be probably in the winning lineup. Because um, it's not going to take a whole lot. So, uh, and he's twenty one hundred. Nobody's going to play him, but uh, it's it's a very low. I, I, it's, it's a very low probability play just because they just haven't utilized him. I mean, Damian Williams has just soaked up um, every opportunity, uh, you know, and uh, whether it's been through the air or on the ground. So um, I don't know. There's something about this game tells me a little bit that I just had this feeling that they're, that they're going to try to utilize the McCoy a little bit in this game. But I, if, I, if I'm if i going to play two running backs, um, it, it's going to be on the San Francisco side and it would be, you know, the monster and the, yeah, you, know, you know tevin coleman or even a matt burrito but um uh, i definitely I didn't
0: do it on the kansas city side yeah that's that's kind of what i'm thinking too um and last thing kev uh quarterbacks at captain how you feeling about that this week with the high scoring game there's going to be probably more exposure uh it, there's probably going to be more quarterbacks at captains that we're used to seeing in showdown one because Mahomes is on site and two just because of the high total that there is so i think there does come some merit in just not building any lineups that have the quarterbacks at captain uh how do you how do you feel about the quarterbacks at captain this this week
1: yeah i mean if you just kind of look at how often quarterbacks finish inside the captain like it's very very low probability um that that end up being in, a, in the winning lineup, where a quarterback is the is the top score, unless you're talking about like a Lamar Jackson or or something like that, where somebody uh, right. can get you yards on the ground. Where I mean, Mahomes could end up getting 30, 40 yards rushing, but that's not enough to really change anything. So um, unless Mahomes gets a couple rushing touchdowns, it is very low probability to to have him in the in the captain spot. So I would always. Uh, much rather play uh, a wide receiver in the captain, you know, or tied in uh, than I would want to play, you know, somebody like that. So uh, i likely will have zero of uh, quarterbacks in the captain spot.
0: Okay. Good deal. Fair enough. All right, Kev. Well, let's, uh, you know, it, it's a one game slate. So I think we, we talked about the scenarios that we really needed to hit on um, unless you have something else. Let's get into building this team. No, it works for me. All right, so we got the captain, and then we got five flex positions. Um, you know, I think for right now, I'm just going to say, and I'm not going to do captain, but I'm just going to put Pat Mahomes in the flex. I think we both feel confident in having him on our team um i think he you know he's definitely gonna be one of the pieces you need to have you have to pick six and so if we're gonna fade one i don't think we want to fade mahomes so i'm mean, gonna go ahead and put pat mahomes in the flex spot
1: well let's let's run we'll, we'll, run, we'll run kelsey as a captain
0: Kelsey has captain. All right. So we got Kelsey in a captain. He's going to be our 1.5 guy. That leaves us 57.50 per player. Uh, we both like this guy, so let's just go ahead and throw it in, and get exposure to the other side, and Emmanuel Sanders at 52. Um, throw him in now. We got three positions left, 5'9 per, which is pretty decent. All right.
1: I'm gonna play Kittle.
0: Oh man, let's go with it. All right. So Kittle's 8-4. That leaves us 47 per. Uh, Player, uh, about playing Garoppolo at 8k, but then it gets bugged. well, you know what? Let's do it. If we're playing two pass catchers, let's play. well,
1: I guess I'll only leave Shady McCoy.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, no, well, so the only other thing that we could do would be
1: because we could play, we could go $2,200 Hardman and then have $7,200 left. And that would allow us to either play Watkins or Tevin Coleman,
0: right? Which I don't feel good about Coleman at this point. Let's let's do let's do Hardman and Watkins for now. Um, I think you could talk yourself into you know you're playing Kelsey at captain, so you at least you at least want two touchdowns. I feel like probably the 100 yard bonus, uh, and then you know if Mahomes gets another one to somebody else, you're hoping that's Hardman. I feel confident in that uh, you're getting, you're, you're hoping that you're getting most, if not, but 70% of the work from the San Francisco passing attack um, from being back. And if they, you know, maybe they both end up scoring, but Jimmy G doesn't throw one at somebody else. I think that's, I think it's a safe and fair team to come up with. So we got Kelsey at captain. We have Pat Mahomes, Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle, Sammy Watkins, and McColl Hardman all in at Flex. And that's our team. So let's go ahead and enter this in. Uh, Kev, you got any final words for anybody? This is the last DGN Nation pod of the year. It's crazy. Um, can't believe the year is is pretty much done and over with, but... Uh, it's been a fun one. So thank I mean, I just from on behalf of Kev, before Kev says any final words, just want to thank everybody for joining us all year. Thank you to all the support that DJ Nation has given us. Thank you guys for listening to the pod, subscribing, all the new people who have been in, involved in the Slack chat. Um, it's been a lot of fun this year. I think Kev and I had a lot of fun. This is the first year that it was just the two of us doing it for a majority. So uh, we definitely, you know, thank you guys for, for tuning in to hear two two knuckleheads go at it uh, every week with us having uh, strong opinions on our plays. Uh, I, we think, it. you know, we embrace the debate here at the DJ Nation Pod, so we appreciate all that, and thank you to the guys at the TQE, Maddie Dickinson, and uh, Derek Brown for coming in, which you know, I, I speak for Kev on that as well, but yeah, Kev, talk to the people. Tell them how you're feeling before Super Bowl Sunday. Let them know uh, what's going through your head, and, and uh, I'll just give you a four
1: no yeah uh it's been a it's been a fun year uh you know we've had a lot of debates which we, uh, we always do because that's uh we're very passionate about it we even had a, a negative comment that uh we uh debate too much and uh you know we talked about that <laughs> but uh, again you know we talked about it before that i you know i'd much rather be passionate about something than just kind of coming on here and uh circle jerking it the entire time which you see a lot of um but, uh, no, it, 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 I appreciate everybody, everybody in the Slack. Like, I feel like we have a really strong crew in there, of people uh, that we kind of go through and talk about all this stuff. So, uh, it sucks that the season's coming to an end, and this is the last yep. game. But, you know, we have a lot of other stuff coming going on. You know, uh, we'll still be playing other sports. So, you know, I'm a big NASCAR guy, too. I love playing NASCAR. And Daytona 500, actually, is uh, like two weeks. Yeah, I think it's two weeks from Sunday. So, And then the next weekend is the Clash, or is the, yeah. Um, So Daytona 500 is easy money. So if you've never played NASCAR, which (laughs) you can hate NASCAR, never follow it, don't know nothing about it, and you can play the Daytona 500. Like, it is, it is. there's pretty much a set strategy, and people are, more and more people have caught on to it. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I'll have to play some uh, some some NASCAR love, love me some NASCAR, um, DFS. But, uh, so anyways, I am looking forward to it. This game is going to be amazing. And, uh, it's cool that my boy who is, uh, turns nine in May, uh, is going to be able to check, you know, is seeing, uh, you know, the chiefs in the super bowl, you know, must be nice to only have to have went through, uh, you know, almost nine years of your life to be able to get a, a super Bowl, <laughs> and you know, so that's good. So, anyways, but no, like I said, I really appreciate everything. I th- uh, and uh, you know, we have the TFA podcast going on. We have a lot of guests lined up for that. Yep. We're gonna be we're we're breaking down, um, you know, the incoming rookie class and everything else. Kind of more of a dynasty spend right now. But, um, so yeah. And then you know, we can't have a Super Bowl podcast without talking about the food. So. Like, what are is. you excited about in terms of just like getting down on and, and crushing this weekend?
0: Man, you know what? it's, it's going to be crazy because uh, we're going to you know, this is the I think the first time that uh, my now fiance and I are going to be at the future in laws. Uh, for the Super Bowl party, so not doing it with friends, doing it with family this year. So I'm sure there's going to be exciting spread. I don't know what to expect, but I'm always I love you know love game day nachos, love getting into um, like the mini stuff. So like you know mini quesadillas, the wings, um, any type of just like finger food that's just like quick. I don't want like a big dinner. Like you just need to have like little things all throughout the day. To just keep it moving, and because the game's so early too, it's five thirty, um, which you you know usually doesn't start until like a half an hour or so after that. But still, like you know, I just I just like to just be snacking on stuff all day, and uh, maybe just get a big breakfast in, and then handle all the rest with the Super Bowl stuff. How about you, Kev?
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Love you know the wings are a, a must have. You know dips love love some dips, whether it's like a you know a queso yeah. or. Uh, like jalapeno popper dip like there's all, all like all, all kinds of good stuff out there uh so i 100% agree i'm not a big drinker anymore because uh, i'm a little older now and but i'm definitely okay. not going we were talking about this today at work and i'm like i'm not going to be drinking at the super bowl at all like i wow. need to experience this i need to enjoy it i would be so mad at myself if i got like hammered and wasted um <laughs> and like like didn't get to like really enjoy the full you know and, and like, remember all of it and everything else. Like, I've been waiting my whole life for yep. this. And like, and when I say that, like I mean that. And there's a lot of people around the city that have been waiting our whole lives to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to ruin it by getting hammered. Like, if they win, okay, turn we're, we're getting turned up. Power and light going to be popping. The whole city is going to be popping. <laughs> There's gonna be all kinds of babies born on uh, or conceived. Oh yeah, conceived. On, uh, yeah, <laughs> on Sundays. Lot, but yeah, of, I will not be getting hammered. A lot of hammered. boys
0: named Patrick. A lot of boys yes. named Patrick gonna yep. be coming out too. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Uh, I don't even want to get you thinking about it, Jason, but just you know, it. Have you can? Is Monday off for you right now? Like, oh, it is. I I, I, I
1: took off. I took it off three weeks ago. So yeah, I'm I'm, okay. I'm already off. Like I ain't got worried about
0: it. <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, that's what's up. For those who don't know, Kev he's Kev grinds at work. Like he's in there early, stays later than he probably should. And I haven't heard of you taking a day off. But I mean, this is a holiday for you, so you definitely deserve it.
1: I know. I'm yep. looking forward to it. Should be should be good. <laughs>
0: Man, well, you know, th- thank you guys so much for joining us. Like we said, all season long, the DFS Degen Nation Podcast. You can find us at Degen Nation Pod on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Alexander underscore W. You can find Kevin on Twitter at fantasyrat 13 And even though the season's coming to the end, we, you know, it doesn't stop here. So we're going to be thinking about ways in 2020 to come back better than ever uh, with the Degen Nation Pod here come August. And in the meantime, you know, we ho- we hope that you guys stick around. We hope that you guys, you know, keep following along as we like Kevin said, we'll be still in the Slack chat talking about other DFS sports, NBA, uh, NHL or not NHL. Excuse me, NASCAR <laughs> and MLB, probably not NHL unless somebody wants to come in and uh, learn us a thing or two. And that way we can build some lines. But other than that, it's been a fun year, guys. We can't thank you enough. Good luck to you guys. Good luck on Sunday. Remember to be cautious with how you're building those lineups. Don't go crazy. It is still a one-game slate, so uh, you don't want to be burned with Kyle Jusek scores twice. But uh, we we b- wish you guys best of luck taking down GPPs, and we'll see you guys next year, 2020. Until then, we out. Peace. Right I think you could tell me what to do. Who you talking to?